everybody, I am your host, Maggie Smith, and today we will be discussing some civil rights issues with our guest on the show, Rhaenyra Feinboltz. Hi guys, I am very honored to be here today. As you may know, civil rights, especially rights for the minorities in the United States, has always been quite the issue. Exactly. So, the other day, I was researching, and I came across a case called Ingersoll and Freed versus Arlene's Flowers, or State of Washington versus Arlene's Flowers. Ren, would you like to explain it? Certainly. This case, which was ruled in the United States Supreme Court on December 23, 2019, dates all the way back to sometime in 2012 when Kurt Freed and Robert Ingersoll, who had been a couple for roughly nine years and were engaged in planning a wedding for September 2013, decided to try to purchase flowers from a lovely store in their Washington hometown. The two had been customers of Arlene's flowers on many occasions. However, when Ingersoll approached the shop to arrange flowers for the event, he was told that the business would not sell the couple flowers because of the owner's religious beliefs. This discrimination that took place prompted many court cases to follow. Wow, that's absolutely crazy. I mean, to our viewers out there who didn't know about this case, um, I think that you might find it just a bit surprising. And just to refuse to give someone flowers because of their sexual orientation is something that personally I think is wrong, but we'll get into more of that later on. Yes, it is crazy. However, sadly, cases like these are nothing new. I know, throughout history, there have been numerous cases that have had to do with LGBTQ rights. However, I think that we should take a look back at what really started the movement for this particular community. The movement began, um, well, from my research, I found out that it did begin in June 1969 in New York City's Greenwich Village. During a typical raid, which is where the police would come in and stuff, right? Well, the police tried during this raid to arrest people for their mere presence at a gay bar. But the patrons of the Stonewall Inn fought back this time, instead of usually just giving up and going with the police, like what they would have wanted. And because of this, the gay rights movement began. However, the fight for them has not been easy at all even historically, because throughout history, they have been oppressed. Of course. For example, 1992, the state of Colorado enacted Amendment 2, or at least they tried to, which got rid of existing state laws and prevented future laws protecting lesbians, gay men, and bisexuals from discrimination. So, basically, in Colorado, it would have been legal for you to discriminate against people because of their sexual orientation. Luckily, though, the U.S. Supreme Court struck it down in the landmark landmark, 1996 Romer v. 
Evan's decision. Yes, I've heard of that, and I'm pretty sure that a lot of people have heard of this huge decision that um, got a lot of clout in a way. But also, one of the things that I found interesting was how in 1999, Mississippi's Supreme Court refused to allow a 15-year-old boy to live with his father, even though the child's mother is now married to a man. With a history of violence and substance abuse, who has repeatedly beaten her in front of the boy. Personally, I don't think I could ever imagine living through something like that with my father beating my own mother in front of me. But, well, my stepfather, I mean. But, so this dad, right? This boy's father, David Wigand decided that he wanted to receive custody over his child, but he was refused custody of his child, of his son, because he was gay. The court tried to say that the reason why they refused Wigand his son was because Wigand committed sodomy. However, the main reason, of course, was Wigand's sexual orientation, which is not a good thing. Yes, that's very sad indeed. Did you know that it was only a few years ago, on June 26, 2017, that all states gave the rights to adopt and foster children to the LGBTQ community? Yes, I did know that. I did hear about that a few years ago. Yes, and on June 26, 2019, the U.S. Supreme Court legalized gay marriage in all the states. That one was a big one, definitely. But also, in the past, there have been many hate crimes against the community, including the murder of Matthew Wayne Shepard, who was a gay American student at the University of Wyoming. On October 6, 1998, 1998, sorry guys, he was beaten, tortured, and left to die. He was taken by rescuers to Poudre, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Valley Hospital in Fort Collins, Colorado, where he died six days later from severe head injuries. And I just couldn't Imagine hurting someone over something so simple as their sexual orientation. Could you, Rhaenyra? Personally, I don't think that I would ever do it, but sadly, in the world today, a lot of people are hurt and bullied at school just because of their sexual, sexual orientation. But all of these events that we have been discussing today have to do with one thing, and that is discrimination of the minorities. Exactly. That's what we're here to talk about. Now, can you tell me where in the U.S. Constitution or Bill of Rights discrimination is mentioned? I'm pretty sure it is mentioned somewhere. Of course. Many people use the 14th Amendment's Equal Protection Clause to defend the rights of the LGBTQ community. It says, No state shall make or enforce any law 
which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the united states nor shall any state deprive any person of life liberty or property without due process of law nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws in the past the u s supreme court has used the phrase equal protection of the laws to prohibit discrimination on the basis of gender religion and disability the aclu or the american civil liberties union i'm pretty sure that you have heard of it maggie correct yes of course i have i have done some re research for this report well anyways the ACLU believes that this clause also prohibits discrimination based on sexual orientation as well. That makes sense. When you take a look at the case of Ingersoll and Freed versus Arlene's Flowers, civil rights were violated. Obviously. And specifically, the right to not be discriminated against because of one's sexual orientation. However, it's still interesting to see the case from the perspective of Baronel Stutzman, the florist that refused to serve the couple. In court, she claimed that her civil liberties were infringed upon, specifically her freedom of religion. Stutzman said that she couldn't create custom floral designs to celebrate a view of marriage that violated her faith. Because of this, Arlene's Flowers, her company, also claimed a religious right to refuse to sell floral arrangements to same-sex couples for weddings. She further justified her claim by saying that arranging flowers involved artistic expression that should be protected as a free speech, meaning the way that you arrange flowers is kind of like poetry. It's how you're trying to express yourself and when people force you to express yourself in a certain way that you would not want to do, um, that is infringing upon your freedom of speech. So that is another civil liberty that she claims to have been infringed upon. Yes, there are always two sides to a court case and that is very important to remember. Personally though, I just think that it's wrong to refuse someone's service based on their sexual orientation. I just don't understand why you would want to do that, and it just makes me so sad to think about. And the thing is, when I've looked at Christianity and other religions, such as Islam, Buddhism, and Hinduism, there is nothing in them that says that they have to treat others with hate and discrimination. I feel like religion, in and of itself, is supposed to allow people to come to love each other more. And... I just don't think you can violate religious beliefs by selling someone flowers. However, if they asked me to come to their wedding and I was not supportive of the LGBTQ community, I would just politely decline instead of, you know, starting a riot. But when it comes to something that is a business, you need to serve all of your customers. You shouldn't be able to discriminate against them based off their looks, based off of their um their gender and even based off of their sexual orientation so you can still love everybody Rhaenyra any thoughts on this at all 
Personally, I think that I have to agree with what you have to say. You can still love people even if they don't hold the same values or beliefs that you have. The same goes for sexual orientation as well. I absolutely love that. Well, guys, I think that this concludes our podcast for the day. Thank you so much for listening, and make sure to follow Rhaenyra at Rainbow 2000 on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about this in the comments down below. And this is your host, Maggie Smith, signing off. Until next time.